0: Now arriving downtown Santa Monica station. I'm Adam Lesser
1: and I'm Joshua Townsend Zellner.
0: Welcome to notes on your notes, a podcast about the creative process and storytelling. It's been a minute. It's
1: been a long minute, but people (laughs) have been,
0: been people have been busy. People have been busy. Uh, Last person we had on was the two part series with Betty in December. Mm, That was fun. That was fun. We got to see Betty go through the story development process. Speaking of story development, um, we're going to be doing some. St- we've been doing new story development this year. That's part of why uh, we've been so busy.
1: Yeah, that is part of why we've been so busy because we've we've kicked it up a notch, Adam, haven't we?
0: Well, we decided. You know, we always teach a diversity of um, strategies and writing and embodiment and depth in all our work, but we decided at the beginning of this year to um, that we really wanted to give people personalized attention in the classes. Mm-hmm. So our new um, Thursday night class, which is the same wonderful community. Between class one and two, we actually spend a private one-on-one session with them, giving them notes on their uh, on their story. And I think I, we both, when we talked about it, we just felt like the way for people to go really deeper mm-hmm. in their work was to give them individualized notes, yeah. which is how like you would work with your
1: clients. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. To give a flavor of that in the class. Yeah, a
1: deep dive, a master class, a lot of ways to describe it. But basically, yeah, going after those really uh, personal notes—that's really one-to-one. And, um, and going deep on one project as opposed to, you know, having that experience of doing four rights and just, you know, having the the essence of just getting material out into the world. It's, it's a very different thrust.
0: Right. I mean, we often, you and I often talk about like, I think, you know, in a, in a broad stroke, when we talk about phases of the process, there's like the generative process, Mm -hmm. which is like first rights and and we've done a lot of that and people do that incredibly well a lot of a lot of teachers and then there's the second part which is a development process which is the development of the story which is giving notes asking you know the artist and the writer to explore specific parts of the story of themselves generating additional material and then one other thing a third part of it which are we we've never taught um, and very very few people ever even teach this which is the the choice, the editing part of the process, the decisions about what the story is actually about, the themes, the whose story is it, which characters are we emphasizing, what journey are we emphasizing, and that's sort of like a, a, a step beyond that. Which we've, you and I have worked individually with people, and we think about that, but we've never actually taught that.
1: Yeah, that's a whole nother ball of wax because because at that point you're making commitments, you're making dare I say irrevocable commitments, at least in terms yeah. of like you know. Uh, doing those big heavy lifts of making those big choices.
0: Yeah. And I think like what we find also is usually students have a comfort level at one of the, at like one or two of these, but not all of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they love the generative part. They love doing that first write and having that moment of inspiration. Or occasionally I have had um, students, clients be like they love rewriting because they love to get in there and, and play and, and, and work with stuff and, and, and explore different things. This third part, very few people I've met really love. Although I think over time, some people do grow to like it because it's really about you know, making those choices and figuring out ultimately what the story is you're gonna tell.
1: I feel, like, I feel like the people who naturally gravitate towards that, that cycle are people who really enjoy the puzzle. Yeah. It's like, can I, can I put it all together? Can I find the, you know, those, uh, those pieces?
0: Yeah, yeah, and so, it's, uh, that's the sound of a truck outside my, app. Uh, can you hear that? I
1: can. Is, is it a Chevy or is it an import? Uh,
0: what are we working with here? Yeah. Uh, it's a Dodge, Dodge four by four. Yes, sir. Strong, strong choice. Yes. It's like, it's got about a six inch lift on it.
1: Ooh, man. So it's a, it's a <laughs>
0: statement. It's a statement truck.
1: Nice. <laughs> nice. See, that, that's a choice. They made a full commitment. They didn't go like with a two-wheel drive. No, no they went they
0: didn't go. They didn't go with a four-banger two-wheel drive. Uh-uh. Normal, normal distance off the ground. Uh-uh. They knew who they were. That's
1: right. Commitment.
0: Um so excitement, spring, we are ushering it in. This class just keeps getting better. Um just, you know, the word that kept coming up for me is authenticity, the the, the authenticness. Of this class and the work that's emerging and the people is great. Mm-hmm. So um, it has just been a really good, really good group on Thursday, and it's it's evolved and uh, that's starting up um, this coming Thursday, April first. And, you know, we got to give ourselves credit um, because, you know, we don't, I didn't really think about that. We actually launched uh, two new classes in January. Oh, yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We did um, the develop, story development class, which was an extension of the work we did. And we did um, a new class, the creative Supporting Your Creative Vision in 2021 class.
1: Which is actually an outgrowth of your creative workbook, you know, that you've been doing at the end of every year, beginning of the next year for how many years?
0: Oh, I don't know. In various forms, I guess, eight or nine years. Yeah. yeah so so it's really it's really
1: grown, right? And this is a, this is the next iteration.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's been fun. Thousands of people have used it, which is cool. But we just wanted to figure out a way to support people's creative goals and intentions and their visions throughout the whole year. I think this came out of my feeling like you do something and you set a goal or you attend a retreat, but then you don't like follow through. And so we wanted to do something where we could support people throughout the year. So so far what we're doing is one month every quarter we do sunday nights and we work with people on their creative intentions and their goals and really what you brought to it which has made it even better which is how do we work with people's states of being and their creative habits and how they like live day to day and how does that translate into um, basically becoming a more creative person all around
1: yeah that integration part part is coming alive uh people's productivity go up, but from a natural place as opposed to a forced place, and just you know full integration, which is exciting to watch and I feel like everybody in the room uh, can feel it and see it in others as well as themselves yeah so that's that's special
0: yeah um, why don't we talk about some of what we went over in January because I think that was like there were a lot of things that just organically grew and evolved naturally around it. And yeah. uh, let's, let's do that. So we made a little list yes. and we put it out on an email, but I realized that not everyone has that. So I'm gonna pull it up and let's see, so where is it? Oy, oy, oy. All right, so I'll just do it off the top of my head. It's somewhere in here.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere in there.
0: But one of the first ones was the difference between intentions and goals. So do you want to talk about like why we taught that and what it means?
1: Well, one of the most important things I feel is, is having both, which is a goal and an intention. And then really like laying out what is the difference between a goal and an intention? Because a lot of times people, mm, they kind of use them interchangeably and they're not. So from, from, from my perspective or our work that we've done together, a goal is something external and intention is something internal. And, uh, in that difference is everything. And, you know, some people do a thing like, well, one or the other. And I say, no, you you really want to have both, but you want, but don't confuse the two. And I think that's the most important thing. Don't think your intention is your goal and don't think your goal is your intention. So like my goal is to, uh, is to get this screenplay produced uh, as a feature film, you know, by the end of the year. And then my intention would be to really break through my own personal blocks or my own personal uh, challenges uh, as a writer in these three scenes. And really make make the relationship really deep and beautiful and strong.
0: Yeah, I feel like intentions have more to do with like your unbounded commitment to how you want to show up in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wanna be a writer who does the most deep and authentic work, or I it's, am a writer, right? It,
1: it, yeah, it's also something that you can't really measure with an external measuring stick.
0: Right, and we're not yeah. saying one's better than the other, we're just saying it helps them oh, no. both. Cause you need goals oh, no. too, you need to have, say I'm working towards X.
1: It's important to have both, it's really important to have both. Um, and, it's, and it's also important to make sure that you don't confuse one with the other. That's right, you
0: know? that's right. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of them. And the other thing that you brought up beautifully, and and I know you've done a lot of work around this as well, which is creating healthy boundaries.
0: Yeah. You know, and those boundaries are sometimes with other people and they're sometimes with ourselves. I think during the the last year of COVID, I saw a lot of people struggling with boundaries with themselves more than anything else, you know, Mm -hmm. turning off the news, deciding not to watch Netflix, anything that like is, was going to prevent them from being their best creative self. And it's not about being perfect, it's about make, taking small steps to establish boundaries. And for a lot of people, they need to set those boundaries with other people too. You know, we, we encountered it, even in the class, people who find with their, with their partner needing to let the partner know that they have certain hours that are for writing, you know, and that they won't be available during those times. And you know, it's, it's, it's doing that work to set expectations with yourself and other people so that you're set up for success. Now, setting those boundaries is very hard for a lot of people, myself included sometimes, because all sorts of emotions creep in. This person won't love me if I set a boundary or I'll have to deal with a painful experience if I write about this. So it's easier just to tune out, you know, so there are all sorts of fears and anxieties. And so, so you work with those, but setting that boundaries can really, it can be such a huge thing. Even something small, like, you know, I often tell people they're struggling with their phone. use to put it in their car before, the, before they go to bed. And so when they wake up and they write in the morning, it's not there, you know, just that, those things that sort of say that, that send a message to yourself like this is my time. This is my creative time and nothing, no matter what the world is, external world is going on, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I often think about people like you who, you know, are capable of doing creative work very late at night, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm not, other people are, I know some writers who are very effective. One of the things they all say is that at that time of night, they feel like the world is quiet. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And I yep. think that's energetic, but I also actually think there's a boundary component, which is that I don't have to work so hard to establish boundaries at two in the morning because no one's bothering me.
1: That's right. You're absolutely right. And it's the same thing with people who like to write first thing in the morning. Yeah. It's, it's like the energetic of the world has not, has, is not pushing or making demands. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People tell me, how can you get up at 6am and write? And I'm just like, for starters, just biologically, it's when I'm most alert, but Mm -hmm. also, um, it's when, it's before the expectations creep in from, from, from myself and others. And that, that's also my own creation, but yeah. it's just a little bit easier. You know, it's making your environment a little bit easier. And, and that's
1: really important. That's, that's what borders and boundaries are about so that you create an environment where it does make it easier for you to focus or for you to do your best work, setting yourself up for success, whatever
0: yeah. it is that you need. That's right. And I think even that term setting yourself up to success is something you often spoke about early, which is, what are we, just choices we make so that we don't have to fight as hard. So we're not fighting. So it just is more organic.
1: Like, I'm gonna take this into a, an area that's really pragmatic. And it's like, I have some, I have a friend who, who wants to run. And, you know, every day she promises herself that she's gonna run before work. And, you know, that only works like once or twice a week at most, right. at most. Yeah. And and that's it for me. I go, that's a setup for not having success. So why not make your, your intention, I'm gonna run, or I should say goal, uh, uh, I'm gonna make my my goal to to run any time during the day. <laughs> so, so now you have a budget times where you can succeed, not just yeah. this little window.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we had like five or six different topics that were thematic for January, but let's just do one more, which is one I really liked from you, which was um, the third way.
1: Ah, the third way, yes. We really need to do more and more of this third way in our in our day to day lives, which is this thing of of well, it's similar to what we were just talking about, but it's that thing of like it's either it's either it's either um, uh, you know you either go after this whole organic process where you wait for your intuition to to kick in and and then you know you set all these things in motion and that's when you write and if you don't feel it you don't do it da 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 and then the other hard extreme of that is you know. At eight o'clock every morning, you're sitting in your chair writing no matter what. And I really, I really feel we've set ourselves up for that whole binary thing of like, oh, he's so creative or she's so creative. And oh, they're so disciplined. And it's like, why can't we have both? And so it's this whole trajectory of this thing of like creating a state of being, which is that intuitive thing, but actually creating it, conjuring it, creating it so you, that you can do that at eight, eight o'clock every morning.
0: Yep. That's right. Yeah.
1: Well, what's your What's your takeaway on on that third one? Well,
0: I think as like we've we've talked about variations of this topic, many many episodes on the podcast, mm-hmm. usually under the moniker of discipline. I think that like there's a balance between giving yourself a consistent structure to show up in, mm-hmm. and then also adding to that structure by doing things that are going to make you feel naturally more creative. And so whether those things are going for walks or taking cold showers or doing physical movement or doing certain exercises that we teach, I think it's about finding that balance. I think it's about not feeling like you're punishing yourself um, because that can't last forever. You know, you'll eventually run from that pain. It's about a balance. It's not that it always feels good. It's about how do I fit that? And knowing, you know, you always talk about self-awareness you know, we do have a minority of students who just, this is not how they work. They're never going to be people who show up at the same time every day. They're going to be people who jot notes on their iPhone on the bus. That's who they are. And that's how they work. Um, and that's fine too, as long as it's a process that's working for you. And so I think what we taught was being honest with yourself and also giving yourself the freedom to discover your own process, to make it individualized. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and, and when I, sometimes I'm a little bit more, um, you know, account, I emphasize accountability sometimes, it's more around just being honest with yourself about where you're at today. And if something isn't working and you still have that burning desire to be more creative, then you have to really take an honest look at your life about what needs to change.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what it is, I think also it's about having range and, and adaptability. Ah, here we go, it's about adaptability. Can I adapt? In other words, if I'm feeling like in the groove and I'm really right there and I want to just go and create and then go and create, and then like on the next day when I'm not in that space and it's, and it's, mm, I'm getting resistance and say, Hey, I'm feeling resistance and I'm not feeling it. And I have ways and tools and techniques that are inner, inner sourced or externally sourced to turn on music that will get me into that space. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we're not, we're no longer a victim of our circumstances. I agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is just a flavor of some of the the topics we covered in supporting your creative vision. There were more, um, and it's just a really great way to set the table for the week, Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific time on Zoom. And we all get together and we just really, it's almost like we entered, everyone enters the week both with um, guidance from us, a sense of what they wanna do creatively, and then also working on their own process that week in, week out, so that they could get to a better place in their creativity.
1: And about, you know, and because we have this, this, this structure, this, this held space every week on Sunday nights, that people then can also set intentions for the whole week for themselves, as well as the ones that we're going to assign. And it brings more validity and more awareness and then, and then you can bring in on Sunday night, hey, this is working, this isn't working. I noticed this about my process, because it's really ultimately a self-discovery process, because everyone's gonna be in a different place. And you know what I really love, Adam, is that you bring in those little bird sounds to make it sound like you and nature, because that's just full intervention. I have really a few appreciate. different
0: bird species that hang out on the deck <laughs> outside <laughs> the house. And because uh-huh. the way Zoom processes sound,
1: we won't be hearing that is that no right?
0: high frequency sounds always get prioritized no matter what oh, they do oh okay it's cool. the low hum of an air conditioner uh-huh. you don't hear that as much but if there's a bird chirping you know 70 yards away everyone hears it oh my god uh, it's so beautiful it's so beautiful though so one of, the,
1: one of the things i'm going to bring in for for, for this cycle for this spring cycle is because i've been working with it a lot and i've been get, gaining these really interesting insights which is the arbitrary
0: yeah, there's another topic. Make it quick because we're going to wrap it up. Oh, no, that's it. Uh, that was it. I was going to okay. say that I have an arbitrary assignment, which everyone loved. We don't know. We won't explain what it is. If you're interested, come talk to us about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I you mean, email
0: yeah, it yeah,
1: email me or text me or whatever, or send me a DM. But, but basically, it's working with the arbitrary and working with it in, in a more succinct way. It's going to get even more interesting. I'm so
0: excited to, to bring that in. So Absolutely. We had yeah. some breakthroughs. Um, The classes start this Thursday, April 1st, for developing your story. Sunday, for um, your creative vision. Um, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Feel free to DM us if you have any questions. And if you have any questions, you can always email us at notesonyournotes at gmail.com. Thanks so much.